Religio Sanity, episode 109, back with Pastor Andrew. And you know what? I we, think we, we, we promised in the previous... Exactly. We promised uh, yeah. something that we need to now deliver to the people. And this is really approaching this now um, through the geographical names, I think, is, mm -hmm. is a mm -hmm. good place to sort of back into this and give us some clarification just the facts when it's disputable you'll say it yes yeah, right yeah yeah yeah. and you know last episode we talked about uh, anti-judaism and uh, anti-zionism yeah. and anti-semitism yeah. you know and what are the differences and yeah. at the end i think that we mentioned that we will talk also about different ways of talking about yes. uh, different names given to different uh, regions or sub-regions or on the other hand larger regions of uh, Middle East and and I think that we should deliver on yes. it yeah so yes yeah yeah uh, do you think you should mention anything about what's happening with your voice because it is it is significant um, and maybe somebody might be thinking yeah someone things. else is talking now <laughs> yeah. you will recognize me uh it's only that uh I, I had some kind of an allergy or maybe some infection yeah with a really really bad cough for uh -huh. something like almost a week and a half and you know bad cough can uh, deprive you to some degree of it's it's like when you are forced to cough yeah. It's similar to like going to a rock concert and yelling whole night. Yeah, yeah. You know, or yeah. so that's. Uh, so I, I hope it'll improve. Yeah, of course. Over time, so uh, yes. it's slowly getting. Cough is mostly gone. Yeah. So now the voice hopefully will return. Right. So how do we enter into this conversation? I don't know. Um, one one thing, uh, like really, Middle East. Yeah, Middle East is the broadest, the broadest re region, the broadest, yeah, uh, or Near East. It's uh, anything kind of on the east side of Mediterranean basin, mm -hmm. and going all the way through Persian Gulf, I would say, and that is uh, the broadest area. Uh, next broadest to that would be, to my understanding would be Levant mm -hmm. and that's more or less like from French coming that uh, which means more or less the same like East mm -hmm. rising mm -hmm. you know Levin like for rising of the door oh. is from the same root oh, uh, interesting. Uh, and uh, it includes Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Palestine, Jordan, sometimes Cyprus, uh, Southeast Turkey, and part of Sinai Peninsula. So you see, it's it's really large. And yeah. uh, um, next uh, would be Canaan. And this is an older term, right? Yeah, uh, Levant would be French, uh, I said, and it would originally, for some of the French people, it was anything uh, east of Italy. Mm -hmm. 
uh, almost, you know, but Canaan is it's really large, uh, uh, similarly large, mm -hmm. uh, and but it's older. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, it's difficult even to say how old uh, it, it, it is derived from the Semitic, probably from a Semitic root, and mine mean like something like a low or subjugated, and it can be etymologized or explained from both sides that mm. it was the that low part of a Mediterranean um, east uh, shoreline. Mm -hmm. uh, or it can also be uh, understood as uh, those areas subjugated uh, either by Egyptians or Egyptian, ancient Egyptian empire or any kind of empires coming from that kind of Mesopotamian basin, you yeah. know, or Turkey, Mesopotamia, and, and so on. And there, 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 there were a number of those, you know, either Assyrians or Babylonians or Persians or Hittites. You know, I'm not or putting them in any order, yeah, you know, here, yeah. as you probably yeah. noticed. So those will be those in between people who were mm -hmm. either subjugated by people from one side or the other, mm -hmm. kind of, and they were mm -hmm. fighting over those areas, you know, and sometimes Assyria would take it all the way down to Egypt, and sometimes Egypt will take it all the mm -hmm. way up to, say, Babylon or Hittites. Mm -hmm. So that would be that uh, old description. So these are those larger areas. Yeah. And then we have, on the other hand, areas which are like subsets of what is normally considered to be, uh, and we will talk about it, like Holy Land, you know, or uh, yeah. Israel, if you ask uh, Americans yeah. how they would define it. But Israel itself is the proper geographical term either historically or geographically, is a subset of what normally people mm. think is Israel. Mm. Because Israel uh, goes uh, to um, uh, Iron Age uh, entity, political entity, which was uh, often also called Northern Kingdom. Uh, and uh, was distinct from Judea uh, or Yehud, uh, and uh, its capital was Samaria. It's probably one of those older uh, names because uh, first it appears not as a geographical term, but as a term for ethnic people. Mm. So on Merneptah Stili, you know, it's an Egyptian inscription uh, by Pharaoh Merneptah uh, in around year 1210 before Common Era. He writes uh, about his exploits in this particular part of the world, yeah. and he writes that he destroys uh, Israel, but using their determinative uh, for people, so not for region, mm. but for people of Israel mm -hmm. are completely vanquished. Mm -hmm. That is his, uh, you know, what he is boasting about. Mm. 
And was that basically Israelites? That would be that like, would be probably the the closest would be like translation would be Israelites because yeah. he is using the determinative of people Israel people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then it became a no a ne- name for what I call the Northern Kingdom with uh, Samaria or Shomeron uh, being the capital of that and completely different dynasty from the dynasty of uh, uh, Judah or uh, Judea with the capital in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And uh, they draw their name, of course, from the uh, legendary uh, ancestor, uh, Israel Jacob, uh, uh, you know, in the Bible. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and Israelite tribes and so on, mm-hmm. of which, at least in our current understanding or the way it is presented in the Bible, Judah is one of those 12 tribes. Mm. You know, funny thing is that there are actually more of them because some of the Joseph's uh, two sons are counted in, but they always need to make number 12. Mm. <laughs> you, you know, so, so they got to uh, put some together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are kind of uh, because twelve is uh, that that kind of spe- special na- uh, no. number, you know, yeah. holy number. Right. So, uh, but uh, when we are talking about this, uh, I, I mentioned that uh, uh, Samaria was uh, the capital of 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 Israel, and uh, here is a very interesting part that Jerusalem has never been a really capital of Israel hmm. uh, throughout the history. Wow. Uh, Jerusalem was capital of a different entity, Interesting. as I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, of, have we discussed what that entity would have been yet? No, no, that yeah. will be Judea. I see. Okay, so Judea, I, I mentioned it, uh, but we did not, uh, Judea, uh, was much smaller kingdom ah. south of Israel yeah. in the highlands of Judea next to Dead Sea uh, on the west shore uh, and uh, uh, was poor smaller kingdom. I think that we discussed that for instance um, Jerusalem in that supposedly but legendary period when the King David was uh, supposedly king was a very, very small place. Mm. It, it maybe had 2,000 people mm. or something like that wow. uh, known from archaeology. So, um, and, and Judea has been an entity also throughout the history. So uh, later on, during the Persian period, it, it became an Yehud province of the Persia, uh, and uh, under Hasmonean kingdom, those were the followers of Maccabeans, uh, and under the king Herod, you know, he ruled from Jerusalem, but it was an Hasmonean kingdom, or Herod's kingdom, and uh, it's main basis was uh, Judea Mm. again. Uh, And when uh, after 
Herod the Great, uh, his kingdom was subdivided. It was subdivided more or less along those traditional lines mm -hmm. again. Uh, so um, those are those are those kind of general uh, descriptions uh, quite commonly used throughout the history, mm -hmm. but predominantly geographic. And you see that some of them are larger mm -hmm. and some of them are smaller. Right. Uh, one which is the which is best fitting from the history as old as ancient history and going through these days uh, describing what normally people in America would call uh, Israel would be actually Palestine. Mm. Um, and that is also a very ancient name uh, going back to the end of Late Bronze Age mm. when uh, uh, when uh, Egyptians and Assyrians use different, slightly different pronunciation, but you can make it out. Uh, so Egyptians would call it Peleshet, mm. you know, and you can hear it in, mm -hmm. in, in that the, the, it's Palestine. Yeah. And Assyrians will have slightly different pronunciation, but it'll be again that uh, mm. name for it. And Romans uh, eventually, after the Jewish several Jewish uprising, when they redistricted that whole area, uh, call it uh, Syria Palestina. Mm. Uh, you know, so it was uh, under Syria, but it was a different part, mm -hmm. and so it was Palestine. You know, Palestina, uh, and uh, that would encompass what is these days state of Israel and occupied territories. Quite precisely, uh, Palestine itself might be a, in ancient times a little larger, so it will go a little bit behind the Jordan River, but that will be about it. Mm. So that is the technically the best geographical and historical description of that land. And interestingly, like my teacher who wrote about the ancient biblical history of this area, uh, uh, wrote about it and, and the title of that book in Czech, or it was three volume book, uh, was uh, Palestine uh, in the time of the Bible. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, because, as I said, uh, all those other names for it yeah. are either larger or smaller. Right. right. Uh, and then we have, uh, of course, uh, other uh, ways of addressing that, uh, which I would say are either politically or ideologically or religiously loaded. Right, right. And, Wait, and before you, we get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was was because we were talking about the idea of the word Israelites in this other context uh, mm -hmm. hundreds of years before that. But uh, but were were people called Palestinians at this time? If at the time that people were calling this land Palestine or a version of Palestine, Palestina, whatever you were saying, 
were the, were certain people called Palestinians during this time? Not necessarily, yeah. uh, but there were people who uh, whom we have mentioned in the Bible and who probably gave that area its name, and those were Philistines. Ah. And you know, when you listen really carefully, you yeah. can hear that name there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but don't get me wrong either. You mentioned Israelites. Yeah. And that's again, uh, very many people will uh, have it equated with right. uh, all the Jews, say. Right. You know, or something like that. That's again wrong. Mm. Uh, because besides Israelites, you had. Judahites, oh. you know, those people who lived in Judea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, thinking that Israelites are all the Jews, that's completely wrong. I think what's wrong, I think, tell me if I'm wrong, the incorrectness of this was started by Christians. That, let us talk about it because we will get to it yeah. uh, when we now go into these uh, loaded terms. Yeah. Okay, because there are ideologically, religiously, or politically loaded terms mm -hmm. which came to existence. It's kind of difficult to really discern when exactly mm -hmm. and what were the original motives or and so on for it. But uh, one of that is definitely uh, associated with uh, Eretz Israel, mm -hmm. which would be the land of Israel. And land of Israel, as a phrase, appears only four times in the entire Hebrew Bible. Mm -hmm. It was clearly not important term, mm -hmm. even though it became much more important politically mm -hmm. during the Zionists' movement. Interesting, because that was the, they were reclaiming Eretz Israel, you know, mm -hmm. the whole, uh, or they started to call it only also Holy Land. That's uh -huh. an alternative, and we can stop with that later on. Yeah. But Eretz Israel was just four times in the Bible itself, and quite late in Ezekiel are two occurrences. And it is possible that those two others are just backward projection into 1 Samuel when it was uh, edited for the last time that they kind of uh, got it there as well. And uh, it was merged with... Uh, Similar this uh, description of uh, David's realm, you know, or kingdom of uh, David. Uh -huh. uh, and maybe it was somehow smaller that Eretz Israel. David's realm would be in the Bible described much larger. But, you know, it's like uh, King Arthur's uh, Kingdom, he, you know, the, he, is, he, he, he is of a similar kind <laughs> yeah. of a king. Yeah. He is, I would say, 90% legendary or maybe more even. Yeah. Uh, and, and he has ascribed poetry and, and all, all these kind of, uh, to the point that we did a um, video about uh, that legendary King David, which uh, got so much attention. Right. from people commenting and dismissing us as, as <laughs> heathens and, and so on. But frankly, uh, David's realm is purely mythic, legendary, you know, and uh, is, is really larger than Eretz Israel mm -hmm. because the, the realm of King David and his son Solomon 
uh, is really said that it covered uh, areas from Syria all the way down to uh, Sinai Peninsula and, and uh, over mm. that. So, mm -hmm. uh, and as I said, it's legendary because there is hardly anything to be found of, of that. There is no historical mm -hmm. mention of these supposedly famous uh, uh, empire-building kings mm. who would be on a, on a, on a par with uh, Neo-Assyrian mm -hmm. uh, emperors or Babylonian, Akkadian emperors or uh, large pharaoh kings. So uh, that is that is loaded because here you are projecting uh, religious or national myths and projecting them on geography. Yeah. And uh, similar is Holy Land. Mm -hmm. Holy Land, Erez Hakodesh, uh, which is more like even later, Hellenistic and rabbinical concept, and connecting and uh, uh, this this kind of uh, area of Kingdom of David, uh, mostly for Jews. But Holy Land is loaded for a different reason mm -hmm. because now three religions have three takes. Right. on what it really means. So for for the Jewish religion, a rabbinical Jewish religion, it is almost identical with that core of the David's kingdom. Mm -hmm. For Christians, it is associated with a with a land where Jesus walked. Mm -hmm. So it'll be Galilee, Samaria and Judea. Yeah. And you can find those the mentions of that this way. Yeah. Uh, and here you have different uh, descriptions. Uh, I mentioned Galilee, Samaria, that'll be that Israel, and Judea. Mm -hmm. you now you see it here. And for most Muslims, it is where uh, Musa or Moses uh, left or brought his people mm. to. And uh, according to which uh, uh, some legends were that place which was visited by Muhammad. I see. And, and Jerusalem for that is very important. So, so not quite as, as holy as Mecca, but in a different... No, it's, it's, it's almost as, because oh. that is the, that place where Mohammed was taken for the tour of heaven. Mm -hmm. And uh, on that uh, rock there is uh, perceived to be an imprint of, uh, of Mohammed as he was leaving. Don't get me now wrong and don't quote me, but I think it is associated <laughs> with him leaving or returning from the tour of heaven ah. there. You know, so ah. uh, that is quite important uh, part of all three religions now. Mm -hmm. uh, and simply for that reason, I think it is unsuitable terminology. Mm -hmm. You can find it because now authors writing about this geographical area are in, in a big problem. You know, how to describe it, yeah. what they are writing about. Yeah. 
if, if, if they want to really write about this relatively narrow area, if they use Holy Land, Holy Land of whom? Because mm-hmm. even that is kind of uh, somehow not exactly overlapping or being exactly the same area, but it, it at the same time is claimed by three different religions. If they call it uh, Land of Israel, I mentioned that is uh, loaded as well, or Eretz Israel. Uh, uh, if they call it Israel, then that they can be it can be viewed like at what time. Mm. Israel, mm. Uh, current state of Israel, that's subset of it. Mm. If you exclude occupied territories, mm-hmm. uh, if you claim ancient Israel, that'll be part of it, but you will be leaving Judea out, as right. I mentioned, and, and so on and so forth. So, uh, and, and the final uh, problematic term, which you can occasionally hear, is uh, called it promised land. Mm. The, the land which was promised, say, to Abraham mm-hmm. and, and his uh, descendants. And depending how closely we want to read it, but that is, again, quite extensive. So if you s- start speaking about the promised land, it's highly politically loaded because uh, promised land would be anything from Euphrates to Nile. You know, so it will take almost entire Syria, uh, part of Iraq, uh-huh. even, uh-huh. You, you, you know, uh, and, and all the way down to, to Nile, the substantial part of Egypt, uh-huh. definitely Suez Canal. Another thing. So, and where uh, did this come from, though? Where did, where did promised land come? That from? that was promised to Abraham. Oh, I see. You know, during the oh, call, and then it was repeated, and and you know, don't get me wrong, that those repetitions don't overlap precisely, but the the best description would be really to go to the oldest and 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 promised to the Abra- Abraham. It was from the river of Euphrates. Mm-hmm all the way to the big river of uh, Egypt. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, uh, here you have another problem that when the mythology or legends and, and so on, religion uh, claims something, it, it is not the same like it is, um, it is reality in the right. world, yeah. for instance. I, I doubt that ever there was... Uh, it, it was aspirational claim. Would you have ever, in your wildest dreams, imagined that in 2023, or let's just say in this century, that lines would be determined, uh, geographical lines would be determined, um, um, uh, embassies would be uh, mm-hmm. decided based on Mythological of of early Iron Age, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Would you legends, have ever... no myths or legends. Or legends. Let us be more, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, you, yeah. You know, somewhere there, more generous, yeah, because more generous, yeah, you, you know. Uh, Would you have ever imagined this? That that is why I think uh, that that'll be for another uh, of our discussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how 
how the modern politology and so on are shooting themselves into their own legs or feet uh, when they are dismissing religion as an important factor in uh, in their considerations. Uh, diplomacy and uh, politics needs to pay attention to religion, no matter what you put into constitution or what you have as a goal of separation of state and religion, mm -hmm. that is impossible. Mm -hmm. and, and it is important to pay attention to it. At the same time, you hear me that I am advocating for separating it, yeah. you know, or making, but yes, we need to separate it. We need to stay sober yeah. and be aware of the religious claims, yeah. but at the same time, we need to make sure that those religious claims are positioned over against other religious claims yeah. and seen in the context. Respect. Uh, respect. Respe respectful, but at the same time saying, yeah. folks, calm down. Yeah. These are your religious claims, and here yeah. is another religion which right. has a different religious claims, and here is yet another religion which has completely different religious claims yeah. and you simply cannot build your political aspirations just based upon uh, one of your those, specific, your yeah. specific, uh, mm -hmm. regardless as uh, big brother you have somewhere else, <laughs> uh, you, you know, behind your ocean mm -hmm. with, with a powerful military or whatever, that that is not... Uh, ideal because that is not going to bring peace to this mm -hmm. part of the world mm -hmm. it's it has been always an uh, highly conflicted area throughout the history mm -hmm. but we are not helping it we are not making it better by simply taking sides mm -hmm. and that is one of the arguments where i am saying not for taking sides with, uh, say, uh, Palestinian political cause or national cause, but this part of the world is best described as Palestine. Mm -hmm. I, I think that because if, if you call it Israel, it's too small. Uh, it'll be equivalent to the Northern Kingdom, mm -hmm. or if you call it State of Israel, then uh, you will need to exclude uh, the occupied territories right. and, and so on and so forth. And of course, Gaza Strip, mm -hmm. which is now highly fought over. And I am fearful that they are really still working under that uh, feverish wet dream of re reconstructing the thing which is like... 19th century construct of Eretz Israel uh, or something like mm -hmm. that. And here we have then therefore two conflicting uh, narratives or two conflicting uh, aspirations. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's that's not good. Yeah. And uh, that, that can be yet another of our episodes. So you're promising of, of, two uh, of, of talking uh, talking about an 
alternative Zionism of Martin Buber, that which would I would amazing. like to uh, bring also. So yes. uh, talking about the, the importance of religion in the political Equally and important. diplomatic, political yes. and diplomatic uh, yes. realm. Yeah. And, and then also talking about an alternative vision for Zionism, which uh, was brought by Martin Buber. Excellent. And so we want to thank you for taking this step right now and clearing this part up. Mm -hmm. This was hugely important. And also thank you for doing that when your voice is not 100%. Uh, it's, it has a quality that I think is nice to listen to anyway. So I hope the audience feels that way too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Until next time, thank you. Mm -hmm.